Disclaimer. This episode is not safe for work. This is probably not safe for home either. The content is over the top and may contain the most profane and vulgar versions of the words. But, boobs, weenie, hoo-ha, dilly-willy, cha-cha, front middle, and brutal anal penetration. You have been warned. Enjoy this clusterfuck of a shit show. Welcome listener, this is The Internet Is a Toilet, and oh boy do I have a treat for you guys today. Today we're going to be getting all hot and steamy listening to some audio erotica by the masterful author Broken Arrow. But that's not the treat that I have in store for you, because I was lying. The erotica is terrible. I mean, I love it, but that's me, and me loving anything is never a good sign. The real treat today is that we are joined by the host of the Po' Boys podcast, and even though we may disagree on the sheer greatness of angel hair pasta, I'm so happy to be joined today by that motherfucker himself, Jody B. What is up, Jody? Hey, buddy. How are you? I'm great. How are you? I'm okay. I'm a little worried because that's now that you made the point, like you're an expert on shit. So I, I have to assume you brought me here. So you probably are relating me to this. I don't know. Do I, does my voice get you all moist in your loins, dude? Is that what I'm here for? The, the, the poo boys are back together and it feels fucking great. I like it. We need to fucking give somebody a noogie. <laughs> Let's do it. Uh, first. I have an update and I think it's an update on a topic. You might be familiar with our episode 22, Tom Myers. Oh, yeah. Well, Tom is no stranger to being shit on, and I know I'm fucking jumping on the bandwagon, but when I did my episode, I tried to do something a little different. I focused on his acting, but I did my research, and there was one of his albums that I saw on his website, Shot from the Quip. I couldn't find it on YouTube. I couldn't find it on Spotify. I couldn't find it anywhere. So I paid $10 for it from Apple Music, I'm and sure. oh, fuck, it's it's... What, from what I've heard, it's terrible, but the first seven tracks were complete dead air, like nothing, which is hilarious. It gave me fucking fuel for the fire. Oh my God. You sought out and paid for Tom Myers content. I, I do my research and I try to do it well. I knew he had an, uh, a full album out there that I couldn't get otherwise. So I paid <laughs> for it. You're a real I, fucking masochist. You know that? Like you let people <laughs> poop in your mouth and stuff. Cause I feel like that's, it's literally on the same field. <laughs> Paying for Tom Myers is where I draw the line. Okay. And I feel like the poop in the mouth is just over that line. Poop on the chest, poop on my shoes, whatever. That's fine. Right. So mouth. somewhere between poop on your chest and your mouth is where Tom Myers lies. Got it. <laughs> yeah. The, oh. I, I, I couldn't have said it better, even though I did. Oh. I shit on him in the episode for the first seven tracks being silent. And Tom Myers commented on my video the other day. Oh, how'd it go? Since you neglected to do so, I will post about how not only I corrected the technical mishap immediately once it was brought to my attention, but I sent you a free copy of said release at no extra charge. You're welcome, Tom. No extra charge? I already fucking paid for it. He's a charmer, isn't he? Yeah. Now, uh, here's something I haven't said in a while. Let's talk audio erotica. Oh, cool. Yeah. <laughs> now, I know when I hear that term, I think of something along the lines of... He looked at my tits. My pussy began to throb as he stared at my erect nipples. Did she say erect or wrecked? Because at this point, like I'm a grown man, nipples could be erect or wrecked. <laughs> I think she said wrecked. 
Yeah, okay. They're just yes. like crooked and pointing opposite directions like they're lost. All over the place. But uh, audio erotica, it's never really done it for me. And I'm not here to kink shame. Mm-hmm. I'm here to just more overall shame author. Broken Arrow. This guy's a terrible writer. He's terrible at reading his own terrible writings. Right. <laughs> and there's a lot of this, let's fuck, he said. Sure, she said. Where do you want to fuck, he said. I don't know. She said, you know, that's just an example. Right. That's a lot more tame than what we're going to be getting into. What do you think? You want to dive in? I don't think I've ever been more ready for anything in my life, Adam. Okay. Well, then. Taylor had long black hair, a svelte body with tiny, nearly non-existent breasts, a little upturned nose, and bright green eyes. She was absolutely cute and occasionally sexy. That's kind of uh, not the nicest way to describe someone. Yeah, she's got tater tits and a pig nose. <laughs> yeah, she's absolutely cute and occasionally sexy. It reminds me of Peter Griffin does erotica. It's like, oh, this one time I got nailed by this black chick who might have also been Hispanic. Like, this is, this is dude porn for sure. <laughs> this is his fantasy, and his fantasy takes a few left turns. So many that we end up back where we started multiple times. Yeah, I'm scared already. He had big plans for her life, but had managed to get tangled up with one of the new contracts at a coffee shop. She'd been working at the coffee shop for about half a year. She thought about quitting, but realized her contract made that nearly impossible. Even if she quit her job as a barista, she'd still be required to provide extraneous services, which covered a lot of areas without pay. The worst extraneous service so far had been the month she'd had to spend drinking piss out of cocks in the men's bathroom. Every size, shape, color, and stank of cock shoved into her mouth, where she had to suck just gently enough to swallow the piss without getting them too hard to piss. And since it was a coffee shop, every man in the place had to piss constantly. <laughs> wow. I mean, I'm not mad at the story arc. It's just, I don't like it coming from his mouth. <laughs> we were a minute into this thing. And yeah, the first 50 seconds, it's like, okay, okay. Where's this contract go? Oh, every size, shape, color, and stank of cock. Why yeah. the fuck did he put that in there? You know why he put that in there, Adam. We're dudes. There's got to be different stanks of cock. Now, I'm just surprised that they have contracts at Starcucks or wherever the fuck she works. This is crazy. <laughs> it sure started off well. Let's see where it goes. How long am I going to be on public urinal duty? I mean, aren't you going to get the urinal fixed? It's been over a month, Taylor asked. Well, it's really only been a little over a month, but it's not all that bad. Do you have any idea how much money we've saved on the water bill last month? Having you drink the piss not only brought in more customers, but it slashed our water bill to lower than it's ever been, Coulter said. <laughs> Coulter. I like it. This guy's yeah. being thoughtful. He's saving the environment. Taylor, quit being such a bitch all the time. Will I get a bonus, she asked? Of course not. Serving as a public urinal when the porcelain one is broken is part of your contract, he said. But you could get it fixed and, ah, uh, you see, it doesn't say I have to get it fixed in the contract, he said, and waved a copy of the contract at her. Uh-huh. She snatched the copy of the contract out of his hand and read it over. He was right. Of course he was right. He didn't have to fix the urinal, and she had to continue working as the public urinal until he decided to repair it, if he ever decided to repair it. I want to know what creepy fucking lawyer went out and bought a Starbucks and just started handing out these contracts. That's crazy. <laughs> yeah, th thanks for joining me today. This is going to be a lot of fun. We are 
25% of the way through this. And I know we're going to be stopping a lot more once we really get into the meat of the thick of it. Let's, let's continue our journey. Yes. The last guy who used my mouth got hard and fucked my throat. Did he come? He asked. Well, I didn't know what to do, so I just kind of went with it. He came so much. I think he came more than he pissed, she said, and frowned at the thought. (laughs) Good. A lot of men like to jack off into the urinal to blow off some stress. Make sure you keep yourself available for that. I mean, he's not wrong. I'm just... Is he not wrong? I mean, <laughs> yeah, you don't ever jerk maybe off in a strip club, but no, dude, you don't jerk off in the urinal at your local grocery store or fucking elementary school or wherever you happen to be at the time. Work? No, I don't. I don't normally find myself with that urge in the bathroom at work. You know, I don't think I've jerked off at work, but I mean, that's weird and all, but I don't know. Might lower some tensions. Maybe he's on to something here. But, but, but speaking of but. Take a look at the bottom of of page 12, he said. (laughs) She flipped to page 12 and ran her finger to the bottom of the page. There, written in black and white, she'd never bothered to read, was written, shall make any and all orifices, crevices, and other flesh. (laughs) Orifices. Oh, damn. Orifices. Page 12? Well, let's pretend, Adam. Let's pretend you're filling out a job application and you have to sign a contract. Do you think you're getting to page 12? I feel like somewhere page eight, you're just going to start signing. You're just like, fuck it. I don't even care anymore. Let's get this over with, bro. I guess, you know, it's like every Apple update or every other update we do. We never fucking read that thing. What else was on page 12? Available to management, staff, and customers of the establishment for any use at any time for any duration of time. So this means that your ass, cunt, and mouth, and basically your entire body are open to use at my discretion. Oh, but exactly. I think it's about time I fucked that hot little butt of yours. What? Your ass. I think it's about time I shoved my cock up your ass. This is kind of what I was expecting at some point. Took a little while to get there. 12 pages of a contract. Yeah, he's about to bust, Adam. (laughs) (laughs) I've never had anyone fuck me there before. You'll get used to it. I'm going to be fucking your ass several times a day from now on, Coulter said. Every day? Pretty much. I've scheduled you for shifts six days out of every week. Your contract says I can schedule you for all seven, but I figure it'll be nice for you to have a little rest every week, he said. Coulter. Where do you want to go? Your office? I think we can do this in the restroom. You'll have to get back to your duties as a public urinal afterward anyway. He reached down the back of her jeans into her sheer panties and slid his mi- middle finger down the crack of her shapely ass. She felt the tip of his dry finger press against her tight asshole and push inside. Just the tip of his middle finger sent a burning sting out from her virgin asshole. He's getting so hot reading this. Yeah, he's ready to rock and roll now. Sting. The problem that bothers me the most about this, this is definitely some gal that he's come across somewhere in his personal life. Like, this is an imagination. This is an observation. Just saying. Once we're done with the first half, we're going to hop in a time machine, and I'm going to play you the disclaimer for the episodes, which are even weirder enough. And he says all all coincidences are just coincidences. Taylor the Toilet works at a Dunkin' Donuts somewhere in his fucking vicinity, I promise. (laughs) (laughs) Just wait until my cock is pounding in and out of this tight little hole of yours, he said. And that brings us to intermission. (laughs) <laughs> All right, let's go back. Now, here is the disclaimer that gets played before every episode, and it's not his voice. 
it's one of those weird like text to speech kind of voices you can download robotic voices it's perfectly offsetting for this disclaimer this is a work of fiction any resemblance to persons places things or events real or imagined is completely in your own head and not intentional on the part of the author do not expect real life to work the way life in this story works that would be a silly expectation Thank you, Dr. Hawking. I like it. It's like Scottish. A little bit of a Scottish draw, wee bit. I know a dude who's really from Scotland with an accent that he's hard to listen to. Just like, God damn, dude. Like, you're literally having to pick through it because the more into some shit, he gets excited and those words, they just start melting together. And I'm like, I don't know what the fuck he just said. (laughs) But I love it. Well, second half is just over four minutes. Shall we dive in? Yeah, dude. All right. Tail of the toilet. He walked her over to the men's restroom, his finger firmly in her ass the entire time, and pushed her inside. The bathroom had one stall with a perfectly working toilet in it. Taylor wondered why Coulter just didn't have men piss in there instead of into her mouth, but she figured it had to do with the water costs. On the wall hung the broken urinal, covered in plastic with a neatly printed, out-of-order, please-use-organic-urinal sign taped over it. She could see the space where she had knelt all day for the last month. Her knees made the floor a little shinier, where they pressed into the tile for four to eight hours a day. This guy's not very good at reading. (laughs) He's not very good at writing, reading. I don't think he's very good at thinking at this point. He's getting all hot and steamy, so he's going to need to wrap this up quick so he can go rub one out in a urinal. I'm going to be honest with you, Adam. If I walked in and saw a gal covered in piss, I would probably just piss in the sink. I'd be like, no, thank you. You're gross. And just go on about my fucking business. I would probably call 911. Yeah. <laughs> Her knees made the floor a little shinier where they pressed into the tile for four to eight hours a day. The restroom air was a lot chillier than the rest of the coffee shop. She felt goosebumps cover her legs and wasn't sure if it was from the cool air or the anticipation of her first time being fucked in the ass. Get down on the floor with your tits and face down, your ass up, and your hands behind your back, he said. Why do they get so aggressive now? You could have been aggressive before when you were, like, talking about contracts and all this other stuff. Like, now you're in charge? (laughs) He must be this shift supervisor. That He's Broken Arrows putting himself in this Duncan shift supervisor's shoes. Taylor did as she was told, though the arch of her back to put her tiny tits on the floor was extreme and painful. She reached her hands behind her back and waited. She heard the sound of the zipper on his pants opening, the soap dispenser clicking, and then a wet pumping sound. A moment later, she felt him kneel down behind her. Something wet land on her tiny asshole, and then something rigid, hot, and somehow silky pressed against her never-fucked back door. Got us both all lubed up, so it should go in, he said. Did you hear him also just like, so it should go in? He lost me at never-fucked back door. He meant that shit. I personally, I've never used soap because I can only imagine like without the water, the soap would just kind of get dry and hurt after maybe a few pumps. But hey, look, I'm I'm no scientist, but I've I've done some experiments. Soap is no bueno for any sort of masturbatorial fucking etiquette. Don't do that. All right, awesome. Thanks for confirming my assumption. Taylor felt like a fist was being shoved up her tiny bottom. She wondered how he could ever hope to get anything that huge up her ass. A second later, a wave of pain shot through her body as he finally forced the head of his cock past her sphincter. <laughs> Fucking hell! Her voice echoed off the bathroom walls. Fucking awesome, he said. 
fucking awesome, he said, in the heat of the moment. Yeah, bro. And then he high-fived some guy that was taking a piss on the sink. <laughs> you. That's so gross. I'm I'm <laughs> appalled by all this. Nobody want, would be on a bathroom floor. Like, nobody with a dick that big would be butt-fucking bathroom floor bitches in a Starbucks. You know what I'm saying? Like, they would be out trying to, like, score poontang. That's what they do. Yep. No, no. Uh, he's a uh, shift supervisor. Uh, Coulter, I believe. Yeah. Little thimble dick dude. You got to get a run and start like me. Just start from across the room and dive. <laughs> See, that's where you, you need the soap to help. Like you slide across the room. That's what it and was. Then, <laughs> you're in. <laughs> a little further in with each stroke, a little faster each time. When she started to slip down to the floor, she felt his arms reach under her and pull her back up into position. After a few minutes, he stopped and seemed to be distracted. Fuck, lunch. It's almost time for the lunch rush. I have to finish this up quick, he said. She hoped that he meant he'd pull out and be done fucking her ass, but her hopes would soon be demolished. He pulled his cock back quickly, almost completely free of her ass, and then drove it back in as hard as he and fast as he could. Taylor's eyes were... I'm so sorry, Jody. Goddamn. It's honestly, I can't get past this guy not being able to read. I guess I should probably listen to what he's saying, but it's just so amusing to me. See, I think the thing is you're in like a relatively possibly smarter part of the country. I live in Arkansas. So like, I guess I'm not catching all this stuff and I might be just as dumb as him. Sorry. (laughs) No, I love you, man. I've heard you talking, whether you're, whether you're catching it or not, you're, uh, you're much better than Broken Arrow over here. After what seemed like an endless series of thrusts into her ravaged asshole, she felt his thighs tighten, his cock pull free, and then the quickly cooling heat of cum landing on her back. Hang on. The quickly yes. cooling heat of cum? Like is, I want to make that a podcast. I've been <laughs> on this subject a bunch. Now I can relate to this guy. I don't understand it. Thermodynamics are a bitch. What do you, she started to ask, but was interrupted by his softening cock being shoved between her partly open lips. She frowned her on his cock. The mingling taste of soap, her own ass, and the remnants of his cum were thick on the half-hard rod in her mouth. She wondered if he was expecting a blowjob, but the sudden flood of hot piss made his intentions clear. She started su- Oh, Taylor. Yeah, you knew what this was about, Taylor. Do your job, lady. This- this isn't about page 12. This is about the original extraneous duty that has, that you agreed to. I'm calling bullshit. This guy's obviously never fucked anything. Cause he would know that it takes at least a few minutes for them muscles to stop working so that you can pee after. <laughs> this I've been guy- making sex for a long time. Not like 50 years, but enough. I'm telling you, you need at least a minute or two. There's no way he yanked his dick out of her butt and just took a leak. That didn't happen. When the stream finally subsided, he pushed his cock down her mouth until his balls slapped against her chin, then pulled his now clean member free from her pouty lips. Oh my god, you put it in my mouth after fucking my ass. Absolutely, it's the best way to clean a cock, he said, and then walked out of the restroom. He said, yeah, and then I peed in there. (laughs) She wondered if there was any way she'd be able to get out of the contract, but no matter how many times she'd read it, it seemed that ironclad she'd even sucked off a lawyer to get him to look it over but he'd said that there simply was no way out she often wondered if he'd already known that before getting the blowjob colter fucked her ass four more times before she went home that day it seemed like he had a sixth sense and could tell just when the pain in her ass was starting to fade 
Maybe she could get her roommate, Jessica, to apply for a job. Your roommate? That's someone you would never want to see again if you did this to her. What would somebody have to do to you to transfer this sort of contract? It is like a It Follows thing, like thinner. (laughs) It's like you got to fucking fill your spot. You can just leave, I think. I don't think this is like, it's not R. Kelly's house where you're like in the basement shackled up and stuff. Like, you just leave. You have to stay there for the contract, you silly girl. She even talked to lawyers and she blew a lawyer just to see if he could find any, any case and he couldn't. But could I do that to Jessica? She wondered to herself when she went home that night and found her prized pint of Rocky Road fudge ice cream completely empty. She made her decision. Hey, Jessica, remember how you said you were looking for a job? I think I can get you in at the coffee shop. It's the best place ever. Everyone is super attentive. (laughs) (laughs) That's all, folks. That was a journey. A pint of Rocky Road ice cream. Yeah, to stab that bitch. Jess, meet Coulter. (laughs) No, meet Colt 45. (laughs) You know how much pain and suffering I've been through for the last month that you eat my ice cream, bitch? Man, that was a wild story, Adam. Well, thanks, Jody. Thanks for joining me. You're welcome. Thanks thanks for bringing me along for for whatever that was. That was crazy. Uh, We're trying new things over here at the Internet as a Toilet. And we're having fun and we're finding the worst of the worst. And I keep on speaking about the plural we, so I'm probably going insane. Anything you want to plug before we leave, dude? Uh, Can I plug Taylor's asshole before I go? I I feel like maybe throw her a dollar. Jesus Christ. You sure can. What's her cash app? Uh, Her cash app is cash tag po'boys501. Pay a dollar for Taylor's asshole. One one last thing is I want to bring up Kids Watch Garbage. Tell the listeners about Kids Watch Garbage. I fucking love it. Absolutely. So uh, myself, along with a couple other uh, of our Death Squad fucking podcast unit, uh, Teresa and another cat from uh, the Porn Stash podcast, Chris. We're all parents. We all have younger kids. Chris has two kids. And we basically, uh, we meet up for a little while uh, when we can. And we complain about the shit that our kids watch. And being a parent as well, it's... There's so much shit out there. My, my daughter's three, and it's it's been three years of finding the worst of the worst on the internet. She's helped me find fuel for this show, and there's so much out there. I fucking love listening to it. I, I had a moment driving home with my daughter the other day. It's kind of it's unrelated to the podcast and kids' entertainment, but it was a proud dad moment. Okay, we were, we were driving home from my mom's house, and she started crying. She was like, I'm a little sick. I'm a little sick. And I know that cry means she's going to start puking soon. She ate too many snacks at Meme's house. Sure. I looked, I looked next to me, dude. I found a Pringles can. I threw the pop off, and I just said, just yak in here. So I'm driving down the highway. I've got my arm stretched in the back seat with a Pringles can. She didn't get a drop on her. She threw like three giant heaves into the Pringles can. And that was a very proud dad moment. We lost a few chips in the war, but it was well worth it. I don't know, dude. Like, I think this, uh, hello sharks. This is the puke can (laughs) for fucking, that's not bad at all, dude. Just keep one in the car. My kid threw up for like the second time ever a couple weeks ago. It was a lot. Uh, and it had snowed outside like it was rice basically like not to get too graphic he ate too much like a fucking pug he just stuffed his little face because he was with grandma and then right when we got home from a concert he fucking just threw up all of it just a whole bunch of rice like a little pigeon after a wedding 
I had to take that shit outside and I dumped it out. It fucking snowed outside. So there was just shit out there. I had to rinse off. It was a whole thing. Fuck. Yeah. Poor kid. We talk about that kind of stuff too. So we complain about, you know, we've only done a couple episodes, but it's about like just dumb shit or annoying shit that the kids watch in the background. And then at the end, you know, we've kind of had fun taking on like a parenting question because we've got like four or five different angles and believe it or not, you're on one of the short lists of people that will probably look to have come on soon. And it's, it's for parents. If you've got little kids or have had them in the internet age, like, you know, it's funny. We complain about things. I'd love to do it. It's the only show for parents that I listen to. So we're garbage people. Kids watch garbage. Look it up. Damn. And obviously I'm probably saying nothing new, but uh, always check out Po' Boys podcast. Did an episode recently with them and with you, Jody B, and it was fucking amazing. So thanks for having me. Yeah. And as always, I got to suck my own dick. Go to BobaDay.com. Use promo code Po' Boys. If you'd like to support the show or you need a cleaner asshole, uh, Po' Boys. We'll get you 10% off. You can get a bidet so you don't have to worry about running out of toilet paper again. You know, post-COVID, there's no better way. There's no cleaner feeling, man. I love it. No better way to start your day than with a clean asshole. I use it every morning. I'm a grown-ass man, and I tell you what, it gives you a different kind of pride to walk into the, like, to welcome the day with a clean butt. Well, holy shit, that was fun, different, and I commend you if you're still here. But that was found on Broken Arrows, Claire at the Store podcast. And you can find it everywhere on podcasts, therefore proving the internet is a toilet. Make sure to check out the website, toilet.show, for links to socials, merch, more, Patreon. You can support the show for as little as $1 a month to get bonus episodes. We've added our PayPal and Venmo links to the site. Just check out toilet.show for everything you want and more please rate and review wherever you do such podcast things and get in touch tell me about some shitty shit on the internet you know about that i may not and until then my friends i really hope you do tune in next time it'll be a little different bye have a great time Ladies and gentlemen, I give you today's Smool.com karaoke compilation. For more terrible karaoke, go to Smool.com. That's Smool, S-M-U-L-E dot com. I'm not a
Okay, normally this room closes at three in the morning.